Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 300 and, no, why do I say 300? 423. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And Ari, quite the big head you have there for the show tonight, my friend. What, did you suddenly make my, uh, my window huge again? No, oh, the- oh. God damn! That I'm happened. Sorry. I just loaded for me like. The hell? No, no, that actually happened automatically. So sorry about that. You know. And for some reason, it, it, it looks like as if you know I'm seeing like all everything after you know like you know after the um what do you call it? Because the... you're watching it on the Twitch, in the Twitch uh, epi- the. Twitch webpage and not the uh, Skype cameras? No, no. What it is, I'm watching it through OBS, and normally when I have it up, it's real time, not after the delay, when it goes stream. So I'm seeing the stream version. I'm just like, what in the world is going on here? So, But, but you know, I don't know what what's causing that. So as long as it doesn't fuck with me as I'm like looking like where, where are my hands and just like what the hell you know I think we'll be fine <laughs> pardon me you good you good anywho so how is everybody doing tonight eh mm. eh cool 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 we are live tonight week of September 17, 2019, right here on Twitch TV, part of the Voice of Geeks Network. And you can find them at vognetwork.com and Twitch TV slash vognetwork and live.vognetwork.com. And you can also find us and prior episodes of our show. Rama, what? They're saying you're muted. Oh, God damn it. Hold on, hold on. Son of a bitch. All of us are muted? Yeah, because... Yeah, they can't hear us at all. Alright. Son of a bitch. Okay. The same shit always freaking happens, you know? It's like I said. Every time there is an update, whenever there's a Windows update, it throws all the audio controls out of whack. So I gotta set up both sound cards to 2.1 surround sound so that the audio flows through properly. I have to go into OBS and set the default outputs to the mixer so it goes out. So I guess when you when I said earlier if I got everything under control, one of y'all said don't jinx it. Well, it got jinxed. But at least now they can hear us. And on the plus side, when you download the episode, everything is all there. So Sorry about that. Maybe I really need to write up like a little cheat sheet and put it on the side of the monitor so that everything is working the way it should. Probably a good idea. And it looks like that lag I was mentioning before um, is gone. And I'm looking at the the stats. There is, it's dropping frames on our end, but it's smooth going out. So we are golden. So, you know. 
And as Steel X75 says, it's the curse of Takashi 69. I mean, you know, when audio, when, when you, when you're happy, uh, yeah, well, yeah, his music is kind of trash. So yeah, I, I totally get that. So you know, anywho, not the uh, lead-in song I was expecting, but whatever. <laughs> Okay, all right. Now that we got all of that out of the way, um, let's go ahead and go around the studio here with how was your week, how was your day, Ari? Uh, well, I got paid today, and that already went to uh, the bills, as you can understand, as you can presume. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trust me, I but know that I'll, I'll still have enough for uh, uh, this weekend. The, the uh, I guess corporate retreat, if you want to call company retreat, if you want to call it yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. And even better, I'm, my vacation is next week, mm -hmm. which means I'll have that entire week leading up to uh, AAC just uh, having all to myself. Well, that's good. It gives you time. Um... Get shit together. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's basically oh, a fuck! staycation. Oh, camera down, camera down. Damn it. I tried to shut my phone up and I accidentally bumped my fucking camera. Oof. I wonder if anybody clipped that one. Probably. You I know, doubt it. God damn it. It's still fucking crooked. Uh, how's that look? Earth, it's good. Oh, that was fucking stupid. I'm sorry, people. Yeah. Dude, don't even worry about it. Like, the webcam I got up here. I, I keep saying that I want to put it on like a mini tripod on my table, but that's what I'm doing. Number one, I don't really have a spot for it unless it goes on top of the mixer, which I can make room, you know, and you know, that's the only place I have for it. Cause it's sitting, it's on a, like a 75 degree angle and it looks normal. But I just don't like it looking down at me. So, I mean, I could have removed the, my, my, my little monitor, riser here but i have no room for my speakers oh well and uh first world problems yeah aside from that other things have been uh, going on is i had another uh consultation today yeah. with the this one was just a nutritionist but oh thanks for uh clipping that theo <laughs> Thank, thanks a lot <clears throat> anyway uh you know, normal, you know, consultation for nutritional stuff, but uh, they weighed me, and I'm, I'm down seven pounds already. Well, that's good. I mean, I've only been going to the gym for two weeks now, and for all I know, that, that shit could all be uh, water weight, so... But hey, you're sweating it out. I gotta start somewhere, there I suppose. You Bless you. <laughs> I'm proud of well, you, Well, someone brother. sneezed. Yeah, I heard that, too. And the entire yeah, that would be my living room. Oh. <laughs> the living room oh, lives. <clears throat> and, if um, you, and if you notice, the, the chat room is actually proud of you. They're rooting for you, bro. Mm -hmm. But the good thing about ha like getting paid this week and my vacation next week is I'm pretty much sitting at home doing nothing and still collecting a check for it. Eh, you know. So uh, there's that to look forward to. Mm -hmm. and, Again, yeah, I still have uh, this weekend an AAC to look forward to as well. So Definitely. I mean, I will say, you know, that reminds me of the first time I was at Staples. I took, I was, I was take, I, I was, I basically took a forced vacation because if I didn't take it, I'd lose a week of vacation. So 
first day home, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and and, oh, 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 one point, just be like, ah, eh, fuck it, porn it is. Yeah. And as Bob Coffey says, paid vacation is best vacation. Okay, I, I, I think we, we've gone on long enough. Let's move it over to Mako-chan. How was your week? How was your day? Uh, pretty good. Um, just relaxing, playing Pokemon Go because it released new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically it. Now I'm just trying to figure out what I need to get together for this weekend. Bring Drop Mix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be really nice, but if it's humid, it's gonna be gross out, so... Mm. Yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of upset because my phone, like Facebook, is showing me all the, uh, you know, the memories from the last couple of years. Yeah. So it's actually kind of sad that we're not going to queue because there is no queue. That's, that's not, we can handle that. That's not that we can help, though. So Well, yeah, but still. So basically, they didn't announce one for this year? No, they, oh, what they did is this past weekend was a country and barbecue festival, mm. but it wasn't, you know, the trucks didn't come out to do the competition. It wasn't a bunch of, you know, trucks out there selling food and crap like that. It was just legit this thing on the beach. Wow. Yeah. I want barbecue. <laughs> maybe there's a barbecue yeah, place. Well, well, since maybe at the retreat, maybe we'll find a place out there. Um, I doubt it, but we can always try. Yeah. If nothing else, I'll make pulled pork. Well, yeah, you you have an instant pot, so you know that'll help. Pulled pork, instant pot, 45 minutes. Good. Korean barbecue, that's another That's another good one. I've actually made Korean barbecue in my instant pot. That, that was pretty easy, though. Mm. I think I said tomorrow I'm going to take the rest of the ribs, I, spare ribs I bought, and do them in the instant pot and see how they come out. So. Mm. All right. Re-yibs. <laughs> okay, so... My weekend day has me marathoning NYPD Blue. So I've been watching like maybe one or two episodes, if not every day, every other day. And, it's, and I'm just like having it play in the background while I'm working on convention photos and so forth. I hung out with a couple friends of mine, uh, Shinigami Cosplay and Ninja Bunny Cosplay. We did some Boku no Hero Academia fo uh, photo shoots. Uh, those are going to be edited probably uh, next week. And you'll see them on their Facebook pages. You know, I did like short, like short little clippets so they can post and have fun with. Um, that's basically it. I figured out my lineup for AAC for cosplay. I got to order one more thing for the Boo Busters Luigi jumpsuit, and I think that is it. Um, I can't think of anything else except that work is going good. Um, supposed to be some good stuff coming down the pipe so i am like basically waiting and seeing it and now i'm in charge of two locations now hmm yep i'm 
I'm not saying I'm not really in charge of two locations per se, but I, I basically I am still at uh, Thirty Rock, but I'm also covering a Times Square location as well twice a week, so that's not so bad. The problem is is that it gets very quiet over there, which I don't mind, which means usually by the time I'm getting ready to go, that's when the problems pop up, or it's like trying to track some of these people down because. The numbering system over here is a little slightly off, but I'll figure it out one way or another. So I'm good. And Ranger Serena says, a little apple cider vinegar in your cooking liquid for the ribs, give it a little bite. I will think about that. I may pick up some liquid smoke to go with it. Everybody's giving different directions on how to do it, so I'm curious to seeing how it plays out. So, Just be careful with the liquid smoke. It can get very potent. I know, I know. A lot of recipes call for it, so I know a drop will do you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, using an air fryer or an Instant Pot to cook ribs is cheating, but you know what? Not everybody can sit out there and slave over them all damn day. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And if that comes up, I, one of the things I do want to do in this pot, I do need to make a beef stew and a chili. That's a couple of things that will happen later down the pipe. Um, mm-hmm. Enough about um, um, food wars around here. <laughs> Let's go ahead and discuss Weekly Nerd Swag. Now, hopefully... Nope, didn't change. Let's try it again. Come on. There we go. Now, Weekly Nerd Swag is where each week we show off something nerdy in our collection and maybe a little story behind it of how we got it. So... Ari, you take the wheel. Okay, well, uh, obviously because of the uh, hype from this weekend, mm-hmm. the things I have to show off are uh, these two little figurines. I uh, don't entirely remember where I got them from. I think it was from a convention, like yeah. one of the first ones I went to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they've been on my shelf ever since. And uh, I was I dropped this one again, and the uh, little stand finally broke off for real this time. I... Uh, I don't know where the fuck it is, but uh, it's not going anywhere, so it's not too worried about it just flying off or anything. Mm-hmm. And, and, of, course it, I get, of course, I always go with the OGs. There you go. And we will probably be discussing that a little bit later. Um, oh, yeah. Michael Chan, what's your nerd swag? My In this nerd case, swag describe is... it. Hmm? In this case, describe it. This is my fat kitty. <laughs> Wait, that's not Damien. No, actually, I named it. I named it Damien. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, this past weekend, I, I did a little shopping. Um, I found that the in-store for Build-A-Bear, you did not have to actually purchase the entire set. Whereas if you were to purchase him online, you had to buy the pajamas that he's in too. And mm. that adds actually, you know, a lot more money. Uh, so I just wanted him. I didn't need him in clothes or anything. So I was able to get him a little cheaper. And when I found him in the store, I had to have him. Has the actual Damien met him yet? The actual Damien has met him. Um, he actually, 
the plushie sleeps on top of the pillow next to me, and yeah. Damien sleeps below the pillow next to me. <laughs> um, so there are a couple of nights that I've shifted, and Fat Kitty has fallen on Fat Kitty, and <laughs> hilarity. I just want to see him sleeping on the... Uh, see Damien sleeping on your plush Snorlax. I... I'm going to attempt it, actually. I'm going to see if I rub some uh, catnip on his belly, if Damien will at <laughs> least, you know, play with it a little bit. That's, or maybe that's if he's just tired hope. enough, you can just pick him up and put him down on it. It's just like, eh, whatever, let me sleep. No, Damien doesn't like to be picked up, so oh. if I pick him up, he's just going to get all crazy. And cranky. Yeah, but I did, as soon as I got home with the plushie, I put it right next to Damien and took a couple of shots um, just to see the size difference of the two of them. And they're really the same size. So. Oh, God! <laughs> it's, it's, he is aptly named Fat Kitty. Uh, I just want you to know, I never knew Snorlax was a cat-type Pokemon until recently. I just, the thought just never crossed my mind. Hey, you learn something new every day. Let's see here. Um, let's see. Misa Usagi, new, new watcher of the show. Hi. Says that I still have my Pokemon figures. Awesome. Go you. All right. So my weekly ner nerd swag is this particular flash drive that I bought at PAX East years ago. A My Little Pony Friendship is Magic 8 gigabyte Nemo Bot Twilight Sparkle flash drive. And yes, I still have it in the box. I and don't. I know you don't. Have you, have you taken it out of the box? Have you used no, it? Nope. Huh. I I bought this more on on a collector's aesthetic, if anything. And I'm probably going to eventually put this in a Ziploc bag so and put it away in storage. Hi, Mizu. We know who you are. We know you. <laughs> you need to um, have Michelle sign that. I do. I really do. I know. I know. And I know why. I know. Yeah, because she did the commercials for it. Yup. And voice matched. Mm-hmm. I did not know any of that. The, the, fu yep. the funny story is, my, my sister, she worked at the company for the time, and she told me that, about this project. And I think she either made a post or asked me um, if I knew anybody, you know, for a up for voice roles. I'm like, I know somebody, and boom, there you go. See, I just like to get people to point A to point B. There you go. My job's done. I'm going to go back and sit here and play some more anime, play some more video games and mm -hmm. anime and stuff. Well, you can play an anime game, you know. Hey. So, Anywho, now that we got that out the way, uh, we're going to move ahead. And now, because this is a bit of a live show, we don't really do, like, breaking news per se. Because there's no way to um, bring it up. But we do have last-minute news for, for the rundown that we're going to talk about. Now, again, I said back weeks ago that, that we have a Vic Mignogna moratorium. 
we will not discuss any aspects of the lawsuit unless it's from verified sources. So if somebody says something and it becomes a trending topic on Twitter in regards to the lawsuit, unless it's connected to an article in regards to what was said, we're not going to talk about it and we're not going to speculate. Now, so this is what re recently uh, popped up. This goes back to the article we discussed about, I say, I think it was a week ago or two weeks ago. This was basically um, da the Dallas Morning News covered the, the lawsuit and what the judge had said. So there has been an update in regards to the case. Basically, the judge, John Chuck, told <coughs> two sides to mediate. Figure out a solution. And if you don't have a solution, he, I will rule on all outstanding orders the following day. So they have until, both sides have until October 3rd to mediate and figure this out. And if they don't, Judge Chubb will handle everything. I think that might be the best way to go, but I honestly don't know. In regards to this, since then, people have found the judge's Facebook page. Not his personal page, but like the official page where he's a judge. And there have been Vic fans just coming out of the woodwork, just basically slandering and just telling the judge he's wrong and so on and so forth, which I think is absolutely absurd. But hey, that's your God-given right to speak your mind. And that's basically the only update that we have. And let me add to this that Judge Chup said, handle your people. In other words, get onto social media, Tell your fans of either side to cut the fucking shit. And that's it. And that's the only update that we have. I would like to see this come to a conclusion a proper way. I don't want to, you know, I, I just want everybody to get what, what's coming to them, all sides. And not saying it's a bad thing. Let's just get to a resolution. That's it. We're at the point where we need to have a resolution in this lawsuit. And it could change things. So, today is the 17th. Time is 9.57. We have 13, 15 days to come up with some, for an answer. So, let's hope for the best and both sides can come out agreeing on what's going on. And that's all that I have on that. Now, let's move on to a lot more amazing and positive things. And I'm going to pass it over to Ari because this is his fandom, 135%. <laughs> so, yeah. The reason I showed up the little Ash figurine is because over the weekend, the like one of the latest episodes of uh, the Sun and Moon anime aired in Japan, and guess what happened? Mm. Ash Ketchum won the Alola League. Mm. Like, the whole fucking thing. And... It's not just, you know, fans of the anime marking out about uh, everyone, like, all sorts of people are like, talking about it. I, I think, like, one of, like, like the morning news outlets talked about it, too. There was an article on GQ.com about that, that talked about what type of Pokemon you are. In celebration of this, they relinked that article from earlier this year. I'm just like, wow. Someone yeah, I think CNN actually had an article 
I think one of um, uh, one of ESPN's affiliates, Sports Nation or something like that, covered it too. And as somebody said, this is happening because Pokemon's been on the air for 20 years. Fans who have grew up with this series are in jobs where they can actually talk about this as if it's part of American culture, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all it takes is one championship to wipe away all the uh, failures of the past. You know, fucking Charizard going to the business for himself. The fucking Diabolus Ex Machina that was mm-hmm. Tobias and his fucking Darkrai and Latias. Yep, yep. And the fucking embarrassment that was Kalos. And, like, the screen caps of it are just fucking magical because he's shocked at it. Like, he still, like, can't believe it's happening. Like, you know, part of you like, I won, I won, you know, that sort of thing. Like, you know, a friend of mine uh, talked about it on Facebook. He said, Who wants to live forever? <laughs> and I'd like to go, one quick look at it, Ash Ketchum's fans all over the world. And then I shared footage of uh, WrestleMania 30 with Daniel Bryan winning the uh, championship and the entire Superdome going nuts. The Silver... Pontiac the, Silverdome? Or... No, the, the Superdome, that's okay. the one, the one in New Orleans. Okay. God damn it, I pulled a Hulk Hogan and got those two wrong. Let me tell you something, brother. But anyway, yeah. It, it's fucking historic, and uh, I'm so glad it happened. I don't. The only problem is that they did it with the anim, in the season with the worst animation. Because they Whoa. had switched. Wait, to wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh, hold up. I hear you about the animation, and, and, and I totally get it. But animation quality changes over time based on the demographic of who's watching. It's like when we watch a show and you realize we're not really digging it anymore. And then when you see the plots and so it's gearing towards a younger audience. And you don't realize this as you're getting older, you know, something like that. That's one way I look at it. I didn't mean to cut you off, Mako-chan, but what were you going to say? Oh, no, I'm just amused that they had to create a brand new league just for him to win. <laughs> oh! 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 Well, that's the plot of the entire like Sun and Moon games. It, it legitimizes a... It, it, it seems a legitimate league. It's, in a way, I, I, and I know we tend to connect things to wrestling, but it, it's sort of like, you know, when you wrestle the champ, and the belt's not on the line, and you win. But when the belt's on the line, you lose. It's sort of like that. It happened to Sting and Rick, to Ric Flair in the 90s. Wait, 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 hold on. Dark Tatsuya says that, oh, I'm guessing you all saw, but Ash's original WDA went back into character for that. No, she Oh, didn't. yeah, I saw that. I don't think that was, that, was that really Veronica Taylor? It was on her Twitter. I saw it on somebody else's Twitter, the current voice actress. Well, she said something else as well. Okay, all right, all right. I just want to make sure. But yeah, I also right. love at the end of the, the article that I linked, they have art, the other links about Ash that are just so quaint and dated now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember, what was the last tournament, last tournament he was in? The Kalos League. Remember when he was in the Kalos League and he made it to the, near the finals? I he just, made it in the finals. I mean, to lost. the finals. I mean, I mean, it, it made it to the final match, and it's like that episode came up. Facebook was just it was just full of Daniel Bryan's yeses going across, just rooting for him to win. You know, it's like damn. Oh yeah, I remember the hype. I remember the hype. I was 
I was fucking in on that. <laughs> now, hopefully, I, I don't want to knock it because Pokemon is, and it is bread and butter. But this is a telltale sign, you know, they're going to end the series when it's an official sanctioned league match and he wins. That's when you know they're, they, they, they're basically wrapping it up. Well, they're now saying that the new anime we were talking about last week yeah. is going to be a brand new take on it. So It's the... not going to have Ash. It's going to be brand new. Now, will there be two concurrent series or is this is going to be the end and it, it leads into this new series? No, from what I'm hearing, this is the end. Wow. At least that's that's what everybody is talking about because the new anime, they haven't discussed an Ash and Friends continuation with the new game series. Wow. The only thing they've said so far is a new anime series going from the beginning all the way to the new games. Wow. I, I, you know, I'm kind of hoping it's Trainer Red and it's a little darker. Ugh. And they bring in elements of Pokemon Go. That I mean, the, the three major characters for the different uh, teams. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, if it's based on the, the Pokemon Go teams, then that'll be fine. But Red, bleh. Two so, things people remember about Red. Losing, like... Losing in between Pokemon Red and Blue and uh, Gold and Silver and and being unable to cope and disappearing up into the fucking mountains mm -hmm. and then losing to to uh, to the uh, Gold and Silver and Crystal protagonist and then disappearing for nearly fifteen like twenty some odd years only to reappear in Alola with his husband Blue on their honeymoon. At least now Jesse and James can get married and settle down. Yeah. I mean, why not? All right, let's see what else we have on the docket. Today. Yeah, yeah, I've marked up. I've marked out about this enough. No, no, you, and you are more than entitled to, because this is your fandom, sir. You enjoy yours, okay? Enjoy mm -hmm. yours. I expect you, the next time you hop in your car and you turn that engine, I expect to hear, uh, to... The Pokemon theme blasted from your speakers. Be like, what's really good, okay? T enjoy yours, sir. I've got like four different versions of Mazaze Pokemon Master, so take your pick. Hey, play them all, you know? Put the sunglasses on, hold up your victory cup, and be like, yeah, boy. <laughs> she. Okay, all right. Moving right along. Going back to a classic anime, one of my favorites, uh, Digicarrot. The, I thought that was Sherrod. Ah, maybe. I've always called it Digicarrot. No, the funny thing is, no one's ever uh, corrected me about it, so... Mm. But, um, there's gonna be a reunion of the voice actresses that voiced uh, Digico, uh, Puchico, and Rabbi and Rose. Uh, the group is called D.U.P., and it's Asami Sanada, Kyoko Hikami, and Miyuki Sawashiro. They announced on a brand new Twitter that they're reuniting for, I guess, a special concert, perhaps? It's, they're going to celebrate the group's 20th anniversary. My God, did you carry this? That old? Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be January 12th, 2020. This is the first time the group has reunited as DUP since 2004. 
Wait, I said 20. I meant 15 years. I'm sorry. My bad. So I I will say this. Uh, I I have the entire DigiCarrot soundtrack, and I have listened to it a lot. It's got it, I, it's the type of music that I have to listen to if I'm like kind of moody and shit. So it kind of puts me back in a proper headspace. So especially the various remixes of Party Night, which is a cute song. So I let's see. I have the original OVAs. I have season two. I think there's a couple of others, but I don't have. But um, here is some information about the series. It was originally 16 episodes. That was a television series that aired back in 99. Wow. Again, has it really been that long? Shit. Cinch Point released the series in North America on DVD back in 2005. And Sentai Filmworks released the series again in 2013. The series follows an alien hybrid cat girl, DigiCarrot, who wants to be a superstar. She works in an anime chain store called Gamers, and those of you who've been to Japan knows this is an actual place. The series of shorts was originally created as an advertisement for the store chain Digital Gamers in Akihabara, which is cool. So there's DigiCarrot, alright, DigiCarrot Nyo, and Panyo Panyo DigiCarrot. I think I have, I don't have Nyo. If I do, it's somewhere on the shelf back there, somewhere cluttered. I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, GNR, BRK, Catgirl, yes. Yes, indeed. Bob Coffey says, I remember watching it fan subbed at AX2000 with friends. Bro, I remember buying the fan subs from Chinatown. And what, know, a VHS? Yup. And he goes, now that they're doing that, someone needs to coax Masami Okui to sing only one number one at Anime NYC. I I absolutely love that with the rest of Jam Project as backup. That would be absolutely amazing. And Misa Usagi One says, she is still at the Gamers in Akiba. I used to pass by there a lot. Did you wave too? Because if you did, that's also pretty awesome. All right, moving right along now. We have some more interesting... um, Anime gaming news. Uh, Mako, what's up with Evangelion yet again? Yeah, so it looks like uh, the Japanese game developer Mobcast revealed details for the new uh, Eva smartphone game. And basically they said uh, the game's title is going to be Evangelion Battlefields. Mm. Uh, you can actually get some footage on the YouTube channel. Um, and they're basically saying that there's going to be figures attached to it. Yeah, like Amiibos? Uh, sort of. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's going, um, basically it's taking place in Tokyo 3. And will feature various EVA units in combat against each other. And the game is also going to include material from the rebuild of Evangelion films. Mm. Um, It's going to have a special lead controller that will allow players to control the game. And the game will also be linked to figures of various characters from the franchise. Mm. You'll be able to attach figures to the lead controller and use the characters in the game. Um, and then more figures uh, will be released as the game is updated. The game is set for 2020. Um, this actually sounds a lot 
more like I guess the Lego Dimensions. Yeah. Instead of necessarily the amiibos, because while you can do all of that with the amiibos, this is more like kind of tagging into a battle and being able to play the game. And I guess removing the figure and replacing it with another figure will allow you to change your character. That sounds cool. So it does, it reminds me more of uh, that kind of setup than the amiibo setup. Kind of, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that it actually comes over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably, depending on what the figures actually look like, I might just collect the figures, <laughs> even if I can't play the game. Um, but it sounds like an actual really cool game for the phone system. Hmm. And as Dr. Tuya says here in our chat room at uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, says it, sa- it sounds like Lego Dimension sounds closer to what this seems to be, or like Skylanders or something. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking along the lines of Skylanders, so... Yeah. Let's be honest. If there was an Evangelion game for the Switch, we would totally see Asuka and Shinji uh, amiibos. Look, if they do an Evangelion game for the Switch... And one with Gendo. Of course. I want them to do it in the style of Virtual On, where you take the side Joy-Cons and move them as if you're moving the freaking Ava, okay? I want something like that. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. And as TheoX75 says, hopefully Shinji can choke Asuka. <sighs> Mash the A button on that one. Get in the fucking switch. Get uh, Shinji. <laughs> Get these hands, Asuka. Oh, good lord almighty. Such violence. <laughs> well, it can only be called stupid by someone you mildly are interested in. So many times before you're just like, fuck it. Mm. Well, speaking of a little bit of violence, we're going to go back again. And I, and after seeing this, and I'm just hearing from people, is it is it the friggin' 90s, early 2000s all over again? Kind of, sort of, who knows. I know, right? Because um, we... Another classic series is is coming back. Um, come on, update, update. Awesome. Sakura Wars, or better known as Sakura Tizen. Now, I think we talked about this a while back that Sega put up a little um, voting poll on their site on which franchises you wanted to see come back or a revival, and one of the titles listed was Sakura Tizen. And yeah, that got a lot of hits. So, looks like we are going to be seeing a new Sakura Tyson game for PlayStation 4. And it's going to be and it, as of right now, it's called Shin Sakura Tyson or better known as Project Sakura Wars here in English. The trailer that's out now does explain the story and it has the new Berlin Combat Troop. And art and the designs are done by 
Humakane Shimada, who worked on Strike Witches and Girls Un Panzer. And Chisayoka Yama, who originally voiced Sakura Shinguji in the original series, comes back to voice a uh, new character, Yasha, which I think is really awesome. And there is a second trailer out that shows the gameplay, which alternates between an adventure game slash visual novel and the combat. Now, I believe a Sakura Tyson game did come out for PlayStation 2, and believe you me, if you if you can find it, it's worth the pickup, and I think you can probably find it on Amazon for around $50. I meant to grab it when it was selling for 20 but I totally freaking forgot, you know? And as Bob Coffey says, um, this is the perfect time for Sakura Tyson to return, especially with Review and Love Live being so popular. Oh, yes, definitely. You got that, plus you, you still got the Sarah Miyus, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy about this. This is going to be pretty cool. Honestly, I got into the characters who were playing the Project Cross Zone games because yes. I had never heard of it until then, mm -hmm. but I still like them, mostly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and someone had mentioned if uh, Taide Kubo was doing main character designs for the game, and he is. I honestly didn't know, not from the link I had shared on my personal Facebook about it. So, yeah, definitely. And now, we have not just a new game for PlayStation 4, we have uh, anime based on the game coming out in 2020. That's going to be really cool. Mm -hmm. At least on the plus side, we will see a translation of the game next year. And, and I hope that whoever they do to, to voice the dub in the game actually will work on the anime as well, because that would be great. Because there have been times where you've played a game, and you know this one voice is doing the character, but in the anime it's somebody else, and you're like, what the hell happened? Okay, so for a little bit of technical information here, uh, Manabu Ona, who worked on Sword Art Online, the irregular at Magic High School, is directing the anime. Uh, Tatsuhiko Urahara, who worked with Ono with on the Saki and the Horizon in the Middle of Nowhere anime is handling the chain the charge of the series scripts, which is pretty cool. There we go. And as it says here, the game will be an all-new work that inherits the DNA of the series. The game will take place in the 29th year of the fictionalized Taisho period of the franchise in the capital of Tokyo, taking place 12 years after Soccer Wars 5. So here's something. Japan's actual Taisho period actually lasted 15 years, and the kanji used to write Taisho in Sakura Wars is different from the kanji used in a real Taisho period, which is pretty interesting. The protagonist of the game, and it's also in the anime as well, I would assume, is Seijiro Kamiyama, and it follows him as he leads a new Imperial assault force as Koma once again appears in the capital, and assault forces are created in towns all over the world. See, Talking about this makes me kind of want to play through Project Cross Zone 1 and 2 again. Mm-hmm. Maybe if uh, Erica makes an appearance in this one, she'll play the good morning dance on a cowbell. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cute until it's being used to wake you up and you're not a morning person. <laughs> As Ichiro can attest. Like, just sitting there like, God damn it. And now, but as the saying goes, but wait, there's more. <laughs> We're going to get a stage play next year, too, called 
Shin Sakura Tyson, the stage. And that's going to be pretty amazing. And it looks like they already have a screenshot out. And it's going to star former uh, member of Cheeky Parade, Yuna Sekine as Sakura Am Amamiya. If it doesn't involve her and Sagata Sanjiro fro frolicking through a field of cherry blossoms and Sakura petals everywhere, I won't be interested. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That That's what... Yeah, that was the, the commercial for that game. I know, I know. And don't forget in the game. Don't forget in in the game there is a scene where they are dancing, so Yeah, it, it mocks that. Yeah. Oh, riffs on that. Okay. So I, I'm kinda hype. I mean based on the quick popularity of Sarah Miyu, maybe we'll see the Sakura Tyson stage play in the States. I'm leaning towards not likely, but Anything is plausible. And as uh, Bob Coffee says, Sega definitely wants that review money. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't blame them for that. So, I mean, if they want some more review money, they need to do a Persona 5 uh, dancing stage play or something like that, you know? That could work. Can you, can you imagine the visuals for that? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably come out of there blinded as fuck. The, the dance, the song and dance number for the Last Surprise would be worth it alone. True. True. Okay, now that and it'll come out of nowhere because with that song, you never see it coming. Funk. Sorry. Nah, you good, you good, you good. All right, all right. Uh, moving right along, Ari, tell us what this idiot did with the, with the Walter P thirty eight. He robbed the Tokyo convenience store with it because he saw Lupin the Third do it. I hope it's more complicated than that. There's a saying: if your friends jumped off of a bridge, would you do the same? Bring mm. an emotional blackmail. <clears throat> anyway, according to police, on September eighth, Hijikata allegedly—oh, Masafumi Hijikata of Suginami, Tokyo—decided to become his own unique brand of gentleman thief. He allegedly entered a convenience store and pointed a Walter, a Walther P38, the very same pistol used by Lupin III, at the clerk, demanded money, and got away with about 98,000 yen. That's about 900 bucks. Damn. Um, it was lacking the suave fun of a Lupin III heist, and he made the classic mistake of returning to the scene of the crime. He really owned this classic mistake by returning drunk and standing outside the store while making strange gestures as if pointing to himself. The same clerk who was involved in the robbery recognized him and called the police who quickly made the arrest. And it was just a model, a replica P-38 on his possession. Mm. He's denying the charges because... It's, would, although he's denying the charges against him, police presumably couldn't help but ask, so what's up with the gun? The 40-year-old's report is telling him that he had the pistol because he likes Lupin III because of fucking course. Mm. That's why we're telling you this story. Uh, the number gunpoint robberies aren't very common, but the fact that the weapon of choice is this one, usually reserved for Lupin III or Indiana Jones villains, made the police's job so much easier. <laughs> and, of course, the internet responded. Well, that's utterly embarrassing. Some people love Lupin a little too much. 
Lupin doesn't knock off convenience stores. That's what I'm saying! If someone's still using Walther P-38, you can pretty much assume that it's a model. <laughs> when midlife crises go bad! <laughs> Ouch. It's just like Lupin to make you think he's a drunken idiot. You probably planned to steal something big from the police department. He just needed to get inside. Mm. <laughs> Ugh. That sounds like a much better story than this one. I know, right? Uh, let's see. This way, his heritage Lupin Lupin couldn't have started out as a master thief. Probably got his feet wet with a few petty crimes here and there. Maybe hitting the bottles a little too much along the way. It's important worth considering for any gentleman thief wannabe that to take far more effort in, in, than is worth it and likely end up in embarrassing drunken arrest with a toy gun. We're better off living our Lupin the Third fantasies, buying an expensive suit, or going to Universal Studios Japan. Mm. Now, here's the here's the million dollar question: Was he unemployed? <laughs> uh, let me uh, double check the uh, article. It doesn't say. I know, because <laughs> you know every time when we do Meanwhile in Japan or when we do. Um, Strange news from Japan. Every time there was some type of robbery or criminal mischief going on, 99% of the time it was an unemployed person. Makes uh, you pr- think. Yeah, probably Monster's calling, Mr. Florida-san! <laughs> <sighs> makes you wonder, does being unemployed and bored makes you want to do something like this because you have nothing else better to do with your time? No, it makes me want to go find a job so I'm not going to be out in the fucking streets with no money in my pocket. That, well, there you go. Well, that's, it's probably a cultural thing, I'm guessing. Probably. I don't know. There are some really stupid people here, too. Well, but that's a given. Except we have them trying to live off of other people. Oh, let's not get into that. Names have been names have been changed to protect the stupid. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at this next article, and I can't help but think of the opening to Captain N, the Game Master. <laughs> Mega high. <laughs> or if you watch it in Spanish, Hola de Mega. Yeah, so um, Universal Studios Japan and Osaka will be opening Super Nintendo World in spring of 2020. Uh, The area was previously slated to open in time for the Olympic Games next summer. The opening phase will have two rides. One will be named Super Mario Kart Ride and Mm. the other is going to be Yoshi's Adventures. Uh, Visitors to the attraction will be given a magnetic wristband, which allows visitors to interact with the attraction. It's going to be fully interactive. The wristband will be able to keep score counts for various rides, and it will be able to interact with a game console, I guess, to get your information up and see your scores and things like that. That's cool. Uh, The Mario and Donkey Kong themed area will be under construction. Um, and uh, Universal Studios Hollywood and Singapore 
will be opening a Super Nintendo World area as well. Mm. And then I do know that there's going to be one here, too. We just don't know what's going to entail, though. Yeah, I think we I think we are getting the last opening and it looks like it's probably going to be a combination of the Osaka and the Singapore. I just kind of hope that when you get like these these wristbands, they're color coded by the by the Nintendo characters from like either from Smash or Mario Kart. And I'm hoping as you're walking and moving your arms, you hear the coin sound effect so you hear the one-up sound after moving it a hundred times. That would be kind of cool. Yes, it would be kind of annoying, but it'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that they do it kind of like they did with uh, the Harry Potter stuff. Oh. If you go to um, Universal Studios for Harry Potter and you actually purchase a wand from Ollivanders, you can take the wand around with you through both of the Harry Potter parks and it activates a lot of shit. Nice. Um, so you'll be able to like they'll actually give you a list of every place that you can go that will have a, you know a wand activation. They give you a list of the wand movements and you have to actually move the wand in certain movements to get things like the shutters to come up and lights to come on and things like that. So it's fully interactive if you're willing to spend the money to go get a wand. Hmm. How much is the wand though? I think it completely depends um, just because I think they have um, like the traditional Dumbledore, Harry Potter, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is for the one where if you go and get your own wand, I have no idea how much those are. Um, it's probably worth it, I think. Because it's probably I think all the tech it, yeah. that's behind it to do, to do all of the uh, things that it can do, you know? Uh, do, 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 do. Mm. I'm just trying to quickly look up and see what the prices are. Let's see. Ordering your wand before you even go. Mm. Okay, so you're, yeah, you can get your, uh, looks like it would be different replica wands. Um, and you're looking at between 55 and $70. So I mean, not that bad. Compared to the uh, lightsabers at uh, Disney World? Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Lightsabers in general are expensive. So oh, I know. I'm not surprised um, at the pricing of them, but I don't. But there was, I think, there was some issue with the company that's making them or some. I don't know. But given a wand that's that's about that price, and if it can un- open and unlock certain things to make it a better experience, that makes it worth the price, you know. Yeah, and it looks like um, it doesn't matter if you get a replica wand or if you get just a regular oak wand or a hazel wand or whatever. Um, they do have wands of different woods, so you would be able to get your own 
without it being attached to something. Uh, but it does look like a lot of them do just mimic the want the uh, replica ones anyway. Mm. But I mean, for something like this that you're going to go around Universal, that's actually not a horrible price. There you go. I don't think it's that bad. So, you know. Now, if it was, like, closer to 200 I'd, I'd be like, yeah, no. No, those, the $200 ones are actually, uh, you can get them online. They are from a very specific shop. I believe it is also called Ollivander's. Mm-hmm. And they custom make the wands. See. That's why they're that expensive. I th- But given the pricing, that's not bad, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait until everything is opened up in Florida. Because... Universal is slowly winning out over going back to Disney. Fair enough. Let's see what else do we have here. Oh, I didn't even update the thing. I am so sorry. I didn't even realize that. So while was that Damien? Yes, it was. Yep. He wants to be the big fat cat now. He's always the big fat cat. It's all right. (laughs) (sighs) So, on this part of the show, I like to call you fucking degenerate. (laughs) A 50-year-old man was arrested for selling nude... Love Live Body Pillow Covers, better known as Dakimakuras. Now, if you go to enough anime cons, as, as I do, it's become a staple. Some are actually licensed. The ones that aren't, you can obviously tell by the artwork itself. I mean, not for nothing, I did talk about this when I went to BronyCon with Mako seeing um pony body pillows i i actually was one i think that was the one and only time i felt creeped out and unnerved Mm. even though everyone said you should have expected that given the type of convention and i'm like you're right but the thought never crossed my mind you didn't want it to no I mean, I have a Sailor Venus body pillow. It's just her posing for one of her attacks, and it's actually licensed merch, so. Anywho. You were there when I bought that. I was kidding! (laughs) You damn well know if you could, you would have bought the Mercury one. No, I wouldn't have. Lies. Well, anywho. Like crying ain't shed a tear. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. So, a 50-year-old man was arrested by Ibaraki Prefectural Police on Thursday, which was last week, for violating a copyright law by selling a Dakimakura, which is a hug pillow, and they're tall body pillows, you know, featuring a Love Live anime character. 
This person is an office worker from Ichikawa City and Achiba Prefecture. He has denied the charges. Now, these charges stem from a sale of one cover back on May 2nd. Police believe that this man has sold more items over the last three years for a total of 3 million yen, which is about $28,000. Police suspect, police believe the suspect purchased the, the pillowcase cover from somebody else and then resold it. It wouldn't surprise me if some of the ones I would see at conventions probably come from this guy's stash that's reselling. I, I wouldn't surprise me. Just saying. Just saying. Think, just think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Reselling body pillows. I I want you to know something. What? That in its own vein is no different from buying uh gently uh used figurines. There's nothing gently used about those. Yes, I know. <laughs> I have a couple of them. I have not ran them over black lights, nor do I plan to run them over black lights. Cause I'm too lazy to do it. Oh, that's Say ignorance is bliss. <laughs> but that too, I mean, I have them on display in my case, except for two of them because I'm too lazy to take them out of the box and put them on display. I have to make wah, room. Wah. I gotta make room for them, but but still. <sighs> me personally, oh, I don't me. I don't see a point in one, but I understand why people buy them but you know it's a lot more fun to date somebody who can wear the outfit just saying moving on yes moving on uh the tokyo game show reported an attendance of 262,000 over the course of the four days between september 12th and the 15th it's less than the roughly 300,000 the highest record on tender from last year but it's more than the 254,000 from 2017. The last public day drew in about 102,000 people. The, events, the event counts the equivalent of turnstile attendance, meaning a person who attends all four days would be counted four times. Mm. And next year's Tokyo Game Show will run from September 15th to the 18th at the same Makuhari Mese Center in Chiba. You know, I probably wouldn't mind going to Tokyo Game Show. I mean, my friend Charlene, she went and she cosplayed from, I think, Starlight Review, I think it was. I don't remember. I thought she was from Fire Emblem Three Houses, but I don't think she was. But regardless of that, Charlene, her cosplays are amazing. She's a little extra, and that makes it even worth it. I really hope she bangs out one more Venus cosplay, just because. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think that we got it all here now. I think we're good. Got everything? Yeah. All right, so... It's time for the part of the show that you know y'all really enjoy more than anything else. Meanwhile, in Japan. Taking the last one. Of course. I'm taking the second one. Oh, of course. Y'all are not sticking me with another KFC story. <laughs> you, you... It's all right. This KFC is thirsty. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Yeah, so... Um, Mako-chan, before I... you begin, refill your hmm. glass, please. 
What was that? Refill your glass before you start. <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> anyway, so I know we have uh, spoken about this before, but it looks like more uh, information is coming out about the KFC dating simulator. Um, yeah, so, so I, I can't even, um, so basically, uh, it, it, yeah, it, it's so weird. <laughs> it is so freaking weird. Um, this is a fully fledged professionally produced game that is actually being published by KFC. I mean, Keep this in mind as you hear, read this article. It's <laughs> called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, A Finger-Licking Good Dating Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why Skynet launches all the nukes at once. Yeah. So Subtext much? <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically, the player is in the role of an aspiring chef attending the same cooking academy as the smooth-faced Colonel Sanders. Other characters you'll meet include haughty, cleavage-showing Ashley, flamboyantly posing Van Van, childhood friend Miriam, and Professor Dog. A dog that apparently teaches you how to cook. Because why not at this point? Yeah. Um, along the path to graduation, the developers are promising cooking battles, battle battles, a potential romance with the colonel, and multiple endings. And the game's list of features also naturally include 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> so, this is going to be a Steam game and will be available on September 24th. And yes, it will be translated. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. At least it's a, at least it's officially translated. Some whack job doing this on their own wouldn't be I figured it was coming to the states. For, I thought it was coming to the states. We're all done here. It is. Yeah. It's an English only thing. There is there's not a Japanese language mode. This is strictly huh. coming okay. well i mean it's being released on steam so anybody can get it but it's yeah so now we have have all the unofficial patch of look for it. oh fuck <laughs> well I, I, I scrolled down way too quick and i got a big head a big gander at uh, colonel sanders's fuck me eyes <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to share that on my facebook and tag a friend of mine just just to fuck with her Oh boy. I mean, I have seen screenshots of Miriam, and I will say, she do have the thick thighs that saves lives. Just saying. Now. Well, after eating KFC, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. I mean, given what I've seen just now, this is where Food Wars is. Here's the KFC dating simulator. So, Food Wars got to step their shit up? Um, yeah, I mean, think about it. Food Wars, food is so good, you end up buck naked. And it's like Pizza Hut said, we have the Sunday pizza. KFC, hold my sake. 
<laughs> Next thing you know, you're gonna get a game where you can actually fuck the Burger King. Well, just hold up. I just I wanted to I wanted to cover that for a sec. Now. Oh God, no. No, I'm just saying, people are flipping it over to KFC dating sim. Don't forget, Burger King released three get games for Xbox and Xbox 360 featuring the King. Just say it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. If McDonald's comes up with their own dating sim with, with all that, I think at that point, I might I might just shut down and be like, I'm done. I quit. That's it. It's been real, you know? No, with KFC doing this, and it's official, and they're being weird, I want every single one of these fast food places to come together and do a battle royale game. Mm. I want to see what Wendy's Twitter has had to say about this. I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything in regards to it. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on Wendy's Twitter. Now, if there was a Wendy's dating sim, I think, it, no, no, well, no question. I probably would buy it. Yeah, but 75% of the endings have they end up with Wendy with, with your balls in a mason jar, so... Yeah, I, I think that's more like 99% of them. Yeah. I don't see her uh, allowing a good ending anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, uh, what's next on the Florida of Japan... The Florida of Asia docket? <laughs> the Florida of Asia docket. Get the Alright. Now, how about keeping your 2D crush with you by having a having her her fragrance? Nope. <laughs> but that's going to happen. A company called Scenery Scent that offer already offers services like scent effects of food, nature, and daily life of for plays and events. Smell-O-Vision, is working on fragrances that represent some of Japan's most beloved characters called virtual fragrances. Between anime crushes, virtual idols, video game characters, and even important historical figures, Scenery Scent plans to bring your favorite non-real person life with a realistic scent that represents them. Oh my god. Oh boy. They're going to do this with the power of AI, which is artificial intelligence. It's going to scour Twitter and other social media uh, sites to pick up keywords about a particular character, fuse it together with various phrases, and associate a fragrance to that character. And, th and that will be that character's scent. So there you go. Now, each fragrance will, will be carefully calculated based on the personality and attributes of the character it represents, so it won't just be any old perfume. According to their promo video, the psychology of smell has played a major role in development of their aromas. That means each one will be a unique fragrance that really brings out the character's charms. This service is going to launch in spring of 2020 to be used as an event special effect, such as spraying the scent in the air when a character appears on stage. The company well, McDonald's does a McDonald's fucking Disney <laughs> World does this shit all the time. Mm. The company also plans to implement a virtual reality games and programs 
and turned into the biggest fan servicing ambition to sell the scent in bottles for diehard fans to pick up and enjoy on their own. Oh my god, I already, I can already tell you what the first round of that shit's going to be. Yeah, they're going to play with it on their own, all right. Hey, uh, I, I tell you, 2020, it's going to be Love Live, and the fandom is going to lose their proverbial shit. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be hanging from the rafters just trying to avoid the rush, because I'm like, I don't want to get caught up in this. Every reference back uh, to our chat here at uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Dr. Tui mentions that there was that couple of mcdonald's uh games and ari follows up with the nes days one yeah there was mckids that was one and there was another one uh i know there was one for nes and there was one for the genesis both were two different titles something like that lord jesus <sighs> can we talk about something more lighthearted? yes could you please marco um it's me I'm sorry, could you please, Ari? Thank you. Okay, uh, the only thing better than hearing Keanu Reeves say, wake up samurai, is hearing him say it in Japanese. Mm. Uh, since touching down Japan, he's visited far-flung rural islands in a Seto inland sea, met up with a denim designer in Okiyama, and posted like a ninja with J-pop idol Kiaro Piamo Pia Pamiyo Pamiyo at the John Wick 3 premiere in Tokyo. Yeah. On the way out, on the way out to Narita Airport in Chiba Prefecture, he boarded a commercial flight back home. Reeves stopped off at the Tokyo Game Show at Chiba's Makuhari Mies, making an appearance at the Cyber 2077 booth for the local presses. Reeves, who set the stars John Silverhand in the upcoming RPG, posed in the game's custom Yaiba Kusanaki motorcycle and penned a message on the wall of the booth. Uh, Reeves also had some words for the media and invited gamers to attend TGS where they would be able to watch some exclusive gameplay from the yet-to-be-available new release. And it's got video of him saying, wake up samurai in Japanese, all the good stuff. Uh, Japanese gamers love Keanu's delivery of the epic line, which has become an unofficial catchphrase for the game since it revealed it as part of the trailer back in April. Because as part of uh, wake up samurai, we have a city to burn. Hmm. He wasn't the only star to visit the booth, Hideo, as Hideo Kojima, who Reeves, who Reeves met with earlier in his trip to Japan, also made an appearance. Uh, he also seemed just as excited for the game's release as everyone else. Well, shit, I want to... I, I feel like I should be playing, paying more attention to uh, this game. Mm-hmm. I definitely plan on picking this game up when it comes out. Mm-hmm. It looks like it'll I be a lot decided. of decided. I am undecided. Just remember, you're breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, I think right now the only thing that has me wanting this game is Keanu. Of course. Of course. I ain't gonna lie, I can't wait for uh, Bill and Ted face to music. Mmm. Yep, that's all in post-production now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they finished recording already. I did not know that. I thought it was... Yeah. Wow. I... I'm going to have to get my... I'm going to have to get myself a Wild Stallion shirt and dress like that j just for the premiere if, it's, if the weather is nice. Mm. All right. 
that wraps that up, I yeah. guess. I'm just going to let the track play out, and then we'll just go into... And then we'll just wrap it up. It's like, what, another 10 seconds? No. But this was a good show, though. I ain't gonna complain. Yeah, yeah, pardon me. You good, you good. Alright. Wait, hold on. What happened? I, I actually hit the wrong button. There we go. Let's see. There we go. It disappeared, and I had to get it to come back. So, And I didn't have the studio setting up, so I couldn't tell if, if it disappeared or not. So, anywho, we have made it to the end of episode 423. I just want to say to everybody, thank you for watching us. Thank you for participating. We could not do this show without people like you. So if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We are independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we say is what we mean. So yeah, definitely. But if you have any questions about the show or anything else, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. And don't forget to visit our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you'll find our weekly podcast, links to our convention photos, convention videos, anime reviews, uh, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, editorials, convention reports, all that and then some, all at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can take our podcast on the go. I didn't mean to say podcast, but you know, our show on the go. You can find us at Google Play, Player FM, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, any other show, any other podcasting app that you, that you listen to. Just search Anime Jam Session and you can find us. And what's cool is these apps do allow you to leave reviews. You can give a thumbs up, thumbs down. If you do, give us a screenshot and send it. We'd love to know what you think of the show. We're always looking to, to make it better for as many people as we possibly can. So we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I am very excited for Friday because I'm going to eat a bagel. <laughs> Little victories, I guess. Yeah. Last words, Ari. I'm looking forward to this weekend because it means, aside from the retreat, it means that my vacation's coming up. My last words is more television, photo editing, I'm going to re-release an article that we talked about earlier this year because of a particular convention coming up. And I got to figure out why the app on my phone is not playing well with my new Fios box. But other than that, that's it. End of list. We'll be back next week with episode 424. We'll let you know how the retreat went. We'll have some news. And then after that, we'll tell you how um, AAC was. So that's it. We're getting out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Hey, uh, Mako-chan. Hmm? Say good night. Good night, Mako-chan. You're in a hyper mood tonight. Oh, no, I'm excited. I get to go to sleep now. All right. Sleep time.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!